It is bikini body season and we are in the middle of COVID. Gyms are closed. Plastic surgeons are stepping away from doing elective surgeries and Peloton is on back order by 10 weeks. So what the fuck is everybody in LA going to do? Have a goddamn meltdown because it is no secret. It is no secret that people in LA are fucking obsessed with their bodies, with keeping it right, honey, with keeping it tight, baby. I mean, and it's extra competitive here, you guys. You're just walking by bikini models every time you step outside your house. They can make a no. mask look sexy, okay? The rest of us are wearing oversized sweatshirts, Ariana Grande style, to hide the fact that quarantine ruined us for life. So is summer 2020 canceled or what's the situation here? I actually want to pose a question for Sam in Kentucky. Do people, Sam, walk around, and when I say people, I mean girls, walk around, they're going to Trader Joe's, they're going to Whole Foods, they're going to their backyard with their sports bras as a shirt. Because in LA, that's a dime a dozen. And I feel like that really encapsulates how it's just like, flaunt it if you got it, bitch. Shameless and confident. And also like, (laughs) Athleisure culture is huge here, but on the other side, I know girls who genuinely will not leave their house unless they have a full face of makeup. I'm only putting on a full face of makeup. Literally, guys, one in a million. Like, I will go to a bar without makeup. I will go to the Trader Joe's without makeup. Like, no. It's not an occasion for me to pump gas. The only time I think I've worn makeup is to the Oscars. No, the only time I think is when I went on a date and he ended up ghosting me immediately after. So it was a waste of foundation. This is another question I have for Sam. Do girls in Kentucky wear full faces of makeup when they go to the gym? Because again, dime a dozen in LA. I mean, how do you feel when you see that? Because part of me is like, I envy that. That is commitment. And then the other part of me is like, I'm judging. Right. So I know trainers and people who are actually like genuine fitness influencers who will wear makeup for that content. But unless you have 500,000 followers, honey, you have no business wearing fake eyelashes to the gym. And let me just tell you, because... I go to Equinox, guys, and trainers here will tell me all the time how annoying it is when girls walk in with their whole posses, set up their phones on, like, self-timer, and then stick out their asses and pretend to lift a weight that literally is maybe five pounds in real life, and they're making it seem like they're, like, bodybuilding, and then they leave. That's actually a thing in L.A. It is. It is a thing. I mean, on the contrary, I go to 24-hour fitness, which is the equivalent of working out in a sewer, a sewer with rats, a sewer with rats and mold. And I got hit on once and I literally was like, are you blind? Are you Helen Keller? Because I am fucking disgusting. I look like Tarzan. I have hair everywhere. I'm red. I'm, I'm just sweating. I don't look cute. Even like my guy friend, Rob, we've talked about Rob. Yeah. Get used to it. He has literally seen me in gym clothes and he's like, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, you're definitely not trying to fuck. No, me and sorry, me at the gym. I am soaking wet. It looks like I came out of the pool. I look like somebody who lives in like the middle of absolute nowhere, who found a Groupon (laughs) to get her highlights done, who ended up being like a before picture before I get it fixed because me working out, you don't want to be anywhere within five miles of the premises. I am disgusting. I get out of there lightheaded. Like I can't be touched. I can't be talked to for at least an hour. hundred percent. And we're bringing this to you guys today because you know, summer is here, even though it feels Feels like we're in a dark hole of Saturn and the gyms are starting to open up. You guys may be considering going back, getting right, getting the weights on, getting the squats, getting the butt clenches going. And we were like, you know what? Let's bring the LA obscure workout 
fitness experience to these people, maybe give you a little inspo, perhaps, maybe give you a little like, what the fuck are they doing out there? And see where it goes. Just see where this journey takes us. Okay. Celebrities <laughs> who are in the fitness world no. are, that's a thing here, you guys. Like, you don't need to just be on The Bachelor anymore to be famous. People are going for interview opportunities on the chick who trained Camila Cabello to do the splits on stage, okay? Like, no. these people are celebrities in their own right. They have PR teams. They have huge studios. Fitness in LA is a whole different culture. It is a whole other league of its own. Emily's right. Sometimes I get these pitches on email, and it will be like, me, Sasquatch Vajani, who one time let Haley Baldwin come to his place and he showed her how to do a proper bicep curl. One time in November of 2009, would you like to interview Sasquatch for this really riveting news experience? And you're like, what the fuck? Everyone's going to exploit everybody. If you exploit. are a random trainer and, you know... Avril Lavigne was walking by and looked at your studio. Your publicist is going to make the headline. Avril Lavigne's personal trainer talks about how she got fit for the girlfriend music video. Okay. That's going to be the pitch. Literally these trainers in LA will use celebs however and wherever and whoever, whatever they can. I know because I've done that. Can I tell you something before you get into this? Cause your side of this business is fascinating. The Avril Lavigne girlfriend music video, that song is all that I played in my Kia Optima circa 2008 when I got my license and I brought all my friends around town on repeat. That's all we fucking played. That's all I still play. We're going to get into this because we have experiences where we have worked out with the celebs and with their trainers. But Emily has a really interesting little POV because she is like part of the exploitation station that oh, is sure. departing approximately now. I'm the captain of the train, you guys. No, she's the conductor. I am the coach. You are the players. Sit down. So yeah, <laughs> like I, I do PR as well as reporting and I work with clients mostly who are in the like health and wellness sphere. So like celebrity trainer, you name it. One of my clients like invented a machine that Meghan Markle gushed over to woman health, women's health. And now like he's been interviewed by New York Times, Forbes, Vogue, because Duchess of Sussex endorsed his machine. Like that is how this works. We've talked to celebrities, trainers all the time. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. I was talking to Taylor about this because there's this guy, Dom, Dom, Dominatrix. That's what he goes by. Love like it. DMX is his method. And I like was set to interview him. This is like right when Chloe and Tristan broke up and he was posting videos on Instagram of their, you know, how they're still working out together. And I was going to ask him how like that makes the relationship stronger, whatever. I was going to find a whole other angle. And his publicist reached out to me and she was like, do you want to come do the workout with the class? He's yeah. going to get everybody through a, a mile run down Melrose. And then we're going to come back and do this. We'll be done around 1130. I said, hi, thank you so much. I can't wait. I'll be there at 1130. Like, do I want to run around a mile and do the workout? And you're the opposite because you I are know. there for the cause. You are in a matching sports bra. You are getting the water bottle. And I am like, tell no. me when to like be there. I'll set my alarm at 11, get there at 1131. Let's get it done. Yeah. There'll be a lot of times where it'll be like, Kelly Rowland is partnering with Fabletics and she's doing a workout. Would you like to come? And I say this because this <laughs> was an actual event that I attended at these events. I feel like I don't really even get a good workout because it's sort of like, there's a lot going on. There's like videographers, there's people taking taking pictures and like the workout's not that hard and you're like trying to look cute and Emily's like wait excuse me because I leave before the workout
workout starts. Like, what are you talking? There's a workout there. Like, I'm not trying to work out with like no. a bunch of other people, fitness models. I'm in my own world. When I'm working out, I literally, and I've told this, I've had a few personal trainers before in my life. I've literally told this to everybody I've worked with. It sounds like a wounded animal. It sounds like you were in an orgy that you have no business being in. The sounds I make mm-hmm. when I work out are disgustingly intimate like you do not want to hear those noises and I take working out now I used to fucking hate it when I lived in New York I was like yeah dream on honey but now it's like LA it's really ironic because it's known as like on TV and stuff it's like yeah cowabunga surfs up peace out dude like people here are so chill LA the energy here is anxious as fuck so working out is my only escape so like Emily I put my headphones in I listen to Shania Twain I am on that moldy ass elliptical at 24 hour fitness I zone the fuck out leave the planet and make so many sex noises that people are like is there immaculate conception going on on elliptical number three I'm I'm sorry I'm not trying to like converse with you influencers no and I'm also having a private concert I'm sorry every day at 5 p.m it's me my Peloton Cody Rigsby and the Lady Gaga ride and if I'm not shouting bad romance if you can't hear it all the way in Kentucky then I'm not doing something right it's funny too how the celebrity trainer is such a thing. I've done such one with um, Khloe Kardashian's trainer. I think his business is called Training Me. By the way, the, he's sorry, before you go into yeah. that story, there's about eight people in Hollywood will, who will claim they're the Kardashian's trainer. That's what I was going to say too. So, how do you know? Like, prove it. How do you know? What like, are the, I need a picture. What are the receipts? Because I've definitely claimed that too. But sometimes I wonder. You know, does Khloe Kardashian get pissed that so-and-so is running all around town being like, oh, I trained Khloe when really one time they blinked at each other in a Whole Foods? Well, that's the thing. Like I even, so my, my client had like a new machine he released and I was sent, I emailed a bunch of like A-list celebrities yesterday, their reps, because we want to gift them. And a few people came back to us and like, yeah, sure, you can gift me or you can gift mm-hmm. like, you know, my client, but do not use their name in any PR or promo. So you can't be like, oh my God, Britney Spears loves this new machine, blah, 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 blah. And yes, oh. it was Britney Spears. But listen, on the other side of it, Britney Spears has a home gym that she burned down, rip, but she'll probably rebuild it. And she posts videos all the time. So I know I'll get my exposure one way or another. But yeah, like they probably get pissed as fuck. Like, do you know how many people are saying that they were Meghan Markle's personal boxer, Meghan Markle's therapist, Meghan Markle's earwax cleaner, like <laughs> and talking to the Daily Mail because no. the Daily Mail soaks that shit up? Probably 12 people a day. Also, Britney's gym is twenty twenty. Oh, literally, she set it on fire. Need I say more? I really do enjoy, though, this, the, I don't know, I do like this. Aside from, like, the, you know, health influencers who are there and being annoying. I don't know, we talked about this in another episode, but how influencers will, like, bond based on how many followers they have. Yes, this is a real thing that people converse and talk about We've out heard loud in LA, you guys. And when you're at a an event like this, like a lifestyle workout one, it's times a hundred. Say the one I did with Fabletics with Kelly Rowland. Like they'll all be in like the first two rows and they're like so into it. And I don't give a fuck. I'm like barging my way through to be up close and personal, to be sweating on Kelly, to be rolling around with her, to like get the full experience. I did not drive the fuck down to Hollywood on a sweaty ass hot Wednesday for nothing. Like I'm going to get the most out of this experience. But overall, I have to say I enjoyed them. 
you know, despite the fact that they're not actual really workouts, like you get some swag. I'm actually wearing a Fabletics bra right now. Well, we should have a whole other episode about gifting because I the know. weird ass gifts <laughs> I know. we've received over the years and the good stuff will just blow your brains mm-hmm. to Saturn. But it's funny because these celebs, so what it'll be is you'll show up and you'll chat with the other people there. It's like kind of awkward unless you know someone and they have like little mats set up, right? And they have like a water bottle for you and a little towel. It's cute. It's cute. And they have like little gifts for you. And then Kelly Rowland shows up and everyone's like, woohoo. And then Kelly leads the workout usually with her trainer next to her and they'll do it together. And then in the case of Kelly Rowland, like they'll talk to you. She actually got really personal with us telling us how like her mom had passed away. So working out was like a great escape for her. And she did like a little Q and a while we were like stretching. It was cute. It was cute, you know, but then on the other hand, sometimes you have them and they are so removed that you're like, how, um, like what amount of money are you getting paid to be here? Have you ever experienced that where it's like you couldn't be further removed from this process? Like you don't even know what's happening. I remember I interviewed this chick who claimed to be like Selena Gomez's Pilates coach on tour. She went with Selena Gomez everywhere. She was her person. Like I interviewed this girl. She had so many intimate stories about braiding Selena's hair on the tour bus. (laughs) I'm dead. And then I literally talked to my other friend about it who works for E. And I was like, oh my God, I just interviewed this lady. And she's like, oh, that woman's a total fraud. She met Selena Gomez like once. I've actually heard from her people like Selena hates being associated with her. Like that's not who she uses. I'm like cool so that was a great use of my time love that for me some of these people exploitation like you'll get busted at some point damn see one time I was at an event it was this fitness thing downtown you guys know if you've been listening to two blondes don't make a right you know how we feel about downtown Los Angeles yeah listen like it is the pit of life if you get out of there alive like Nobel Peace Prize. If you get out of there with all 10 fingers, all 10 toes, holy shit, you are Maya Angelou personified. I remember one time I went downtown for a fitness thing that Shay Mitchell this time was partnering with and she was in her cute athleisure and we're all sitting there on the rooftop sweating fucking ball sacks when Shay Mitchell is under this tent and one by one people are going up to her and interviewing her, right? So I get up to her and I'm asking her and this is on camera and I don't even think I used it and I'm not even going to waste your time playing the audio because it is like 15 seconds that you'll be like, holy fucking shit. Like, what did I just hear? You'll never get that 15 seconds back. Basically, what I was trying to get at with her is what she finds physically attractive about men, right? Where they're at this workout thing and like what's sexy to her about guys keeping up their physical appearance and is it sloppy if guys let the dad like beer gut bot happened, blah, blah, blah. I think it either she didn't want to answer or went totally over her head because her answer was like so ridiculous that I just think I put the footage in outer space. She was just like, I think everyone's journey is like for themselves. And yeah, like whatever you want to do, be oh yourself. God. No flashcards in the SUV on the way over there. You already know she studied <laughs> those. Already- like she was in high school studying for her SAT, her spelling bee. It's like, what the fuck does that even mean? No. And like this even brings me back to another thing. Los Angeles is so obsessed with fitness culture and sports culture that we have the fucking ESPYs because let's keep giving celebrities awards who, you know, do everything. If you get up in the morning, award. If you walk in the morning, award. Pick pick a soccer ball, award. And Taylor and I have covered the ESPYs. And let me tell you guys, if you thought you were boiling hot when you were a kid at summer camp, like riding a horse in the middle of absolute nowhere and you didn't have enough sunscreen on and you just wanted to eat the popsicle and go home then you have never been to an (gasps) award show outside in the staples center 107 degrees middle of july fucking 
hell. Me and Taylor both were standing there with literal umbrellas. There's photo evidence. We tried to take photos on the carpet. Of course, we were ushered out. And that's also a shit show because you don't get celebrities. And if you do, they don't even want to talk to you about sports. Yeah. Downtown. Just synonymous with go shoot yourself. It's literally just, yeah, I remember being there. And, you know, the best interview I got was with Rachel Lindsay because she was the bachelorette at the time. So, like, not even there for the fitness. I'm there for the bachelor people who are exploiting the fitness moment. Like, why is Rachel Lindsay there? I'll tell you. Probably because ABC aired the ESPYs that year. And they were, you know, pimping out their talent like nobody's business. Mm -hmm. So, that's the game. That's how it works. She's a boss. And to Emily's point with how hot and miserable it is, like, not to be TMI, but my tits are literally a fucking slip and slide. Like, you leave there and you put your seatbelt on and it slides right back up. It's like, don't even try to buckle me because I am flying off of your body so fast, like projectile off. Like you are disgusting. You are a swamp. I remember when I covered the Emmys that same year, I interviewed athletes. Oh my God, this was so funny because like sports. Okay, cool. Like what a good time. But I was like, let's get into the real shit. So I talked Wait, to the them. Emmys or the SBs? Oh, SBs. Sorry. The SBs. And I talk to athletes, I'm talking like NFL, NBA, like as big as they get about, you know, the stereotype that professional athletes cheat. Do you remember this? this? Yeah. And some of them were really funny. Like they were like, don't tell my wife, whatever. And they were just saying a lot of them, like, you know, it's kind of like comes with the territory of like going around the world, meeting girls, like being hot and blah, blah, blah. But I remember some people like got so upset because they thought I meant cheating at the sport. Oh, that's how touchy LA people are. It was so fucking funny. Are you funny. accusing me of steroids? Like, no. Like, I remember I interviewed these, try. T- these two girls who were like wrestlers on E or something. I don't think it was Nikki, but I don't think it was the big ones, but whatever. And then their publicist, they answered the question. They were like, no, you know, and their publicist comes back to me and she's like, could you not use that footage? Cause like, we really don't want to be talking about cheating. No, I'm done. I was screaming. I was like, oh God. I'm convinced in LA though, if you're hot, you can bounce back from anything. That's the golden (laughs) rule. Ryan Lochte, after his whole like Olympic scandal, stealing whatever the fuck. Oh my God. I literally interviewed him when his wife was pregnant at a gifting lounge before the ESPYs. He was the center of everybody's attention. The apple of the event's eye. Beautiful spread on his journey to fatherhood. I'm sorry. Did everybody forget his salacious scandal? And I forgot about that. I mean, if you're hot, listen, Stassi Schroeder will probably be fine because if you're hot, it's, it's all on the keys. It's all in the book. How about Chris Pratt? Like that transformation. Remember everyone was like, oh my God, he's like, looks like a cute chubby bus driver I would have had in fifth grade. And then suddenly everyone wanted to fuck him because he got a six pack. Like that's LA talking people. That's Hollywood. That's show business. That's not from the kindness of his heart. That's not from him worrying about his health and well-being and potential diabetes. It's literally 13 going on 30 come to life. <laughs> like when Maddie grows up and becomes Mark Ruffalo. It's true. Well shit. No, it's true rude they're trying to sell movies hon literally and I want to take it back to the ESPYs for one minute because I don't think I've ever told you this because we probably were like new friends at the time and I'm like not about to tell you this yeah but here's an epic mistake I made to try to keep up with the Joneses in LA when I was first starting out I for that event just assumed you know like we'd be you know it'd be inside air conditioned we'd be in the graces of celebrities there would just be you know we'd be treated the same way I actually got my makeup done for that I was like, I I feel horrible. Like I need to like look cute. Guys, my makeup was sliding down my face. My eyeshadow was on my hip bone. My extensions (sighs) fell out and they were braided in and the braids came undone, honey, because the heat is that fucking brutal. Trying to keep up is that brutal. Right now, you guys, I'm wearing a thick black sweatshirt 
Lululemons and Nikes. Okay. I would probably show up to this at any carpet. And yes, I've been yelled at that before for doing just that. But like when I first started out, even at a fucking fitness event, there's pressure because all these fucking fitness people are going to show up looking like a million bucks. Sports Illustrated. You look dashing. Oh, thank you. No, guys, I actually unzipped my sweatshirt so much that my my exciting her, nude bra is showing. Her nude bra. No, I literally went outside to like give the workers who are working on my house water and I didn't even zip it up. And I'm like not trying to like no. sleep with them. I just like am that hot. It's like Ta- physically hot, no. not like attractively hot. Also, think about this when you are at these things, say like the SBs, and you're sweating your fucking balls off. It's also like you're sitting there having to have conversations as a reporter with people. Your mental stamina, you're like, holy shit, I'm seeing stars. You're about to fucking pass out. How about that part? And it's like you have to keep up a convo with a stranger and make it engaging and fun. And meanwhile, you're like, I want to live in the fucking an igloo in ice land yeah you can't fucking win i guess that's the moral of the story i always get a kick out of the food that they have at events that we're talking about not not so much the espies but more like the fabletics-esque workout situation it'll literally you're like okay just worked out it's middle of the day it's hot i'm starving they'll be like here's a piece of quinoa a piece of squash some cucumber mint juiced with a little bit of angel hairs and some fairy tale tinkle dust and you're a carnivore you're not gonna vibe with that shit you guys know from a previous episode i'm like trying to get the slider trying to get the tacos trying to get the real ass shit going on you know no like last night me and taylor went out for dinner and we were looking at like the pizza menu and immediately what caught my eye is like the veggie pizza and like a zucchini pizza and Taylor's like yeah like I'll do anything about the zucchini and veggie <laughs> and I'm like okay cool. it, was, it was the zucchini and vegan and I was like anyone but those two things which brings me to my next point I was gonna bring up um is how and they really I think capture this really well in the season two of you when Joe moves from New York to LA and works at a ripoff of Erewhon what's it called the grocery store oh, like I the, don't remember like the woo woo grocery store oh Nirvana what's um Avernon it was called how do you remember this I really actually are you like know. Joe's new girlfriend yeah I love that for you and they really capture how people in LA are so obsessed with like the woo woo grocery stores and like getting all vegan organic non-gmo gluten-free paleo bop, 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 this that and the other thing and it's so funny because when I go back home to the east coast people think and I don't I feel like I've been brainwashed by it a little for sure. I love a fucking green smoothie. I love a kale salad every now and then. I love a quinoa little spread. I'm all fucking for it. Absolutely. Like I'm not, listen, you got like, I have Shake Shack every other fucking day. I love a pizza moment. I love all that good shit. Some nachos, throw it in. Some loaded fries. Absolutely. And people back home think that I'm insane. They're like, oh, are you having like your own chicken coop and fucking growing your own leaf lettuce? Okay, you woo woo organic weirdo. And I'm like, okay, compared to the people out here. No, but like it's so true how like food is a major part of every fitness event. But I'll shake this up for you. I went to a fitness convention at Tao. Okay. Do you guys know what Tao is? Tao is a super expensive Asian restaurant. They have one in Las Vegas. They might have one in New York. It I is, think they do. Yeah. Like here's the vibe of Tao. Delish. It is like a multiple story restaurant. There's a grand staircase and there are tables on every like single level. And you're facing this thing that looks like a stage, but it's a blank wall. And it's like, why are we facing this way? Nobody knows, but we just <laughs> are. And you're supposed to just drink the Kool-Aid and not ask any questions. And the food is absolutely delish. It's not even that overpriced. And 
I went to this fitness event there and I'm on the carpet interviewing the most obscure people. Patrick Schwarzenegger, for some odd reason, I literally just asked him about his love life, not even about fitness, classic. Mm-hmm. I interviewed the creator of Rumble, another super LA thing. It's like a boutique boxing studio. It's awesome, but where else in the fucking world are you going to get a boutique boxing studio? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm there and all of a sudden there's like Tao Asian food being passed around. It's sponsored by Kettle One. There are Kettle One cocktails. There are Fufu coffee drinks. Like, it's just such a, a scene. Everything is a scene, even fitness in LA. Like people want to be there to be seen, to be heard, to be photographed. Everything is just all eyes on you. There's nothing mm-hmm. you can do that's not going to capture the attention of Hollywood that celebrities won't try to exploit in some way. That's just the, you got to play the game, sis. It's like a dating game. I mean, just really sink that into your brains. You are at Tao. You are looking for fried rice, maybe a little fried wonton action. And meanwhile, you look to your left and there's a fucking yoga session going on. Like only in L.A. would you be working out at fucking Tao. Only Only in in L.A. LA. Only in L.A. And here's another thing that's only in L.A., guys. I know that like the holistic wellness scene has really taken off. Like people are into Chinese medicine. People are into all these weird voodoo stuff, crystal energy readings. Like that has never been more true than in LA because every gym now has like basically every gym has a sound bath class. People are like, wait, what? Crystals, holistic, never heard of this. Meanwhile, like LA is the pioneer of this fucking Christopher Columbus sailing the sea into the crystal blue. Let me explain to you what sound bath is. Do you know like, what I, I know that it's this fad that's taking off. It's sort of like a meditation meets. Okay. Yeah. So what it is, it's these crystal bowls. You have to set them up in a half circle around you and you have a gong behind you. So you're basically Buddha and Gandhi's love child. You have a drumstick that you are circling around in a bowl and the energy, like the vibrations, <laughs> like the sound vibrations, it's set at like 473z i don't even know what that means but it's supposed to like a al- like align the sound waves in your head and like make you at like an energetic frequency all around so it calms you down and stuff i've never done a full class but one of my clients is certified in it my mom went to a class of the lady who certified my client like the sound bath guru in la and she's like it changed my life like my mom is so la she literally bought a mattress just to use for sound bath she brings her fucking blow up mattress to this class and they have the lights off they're going around the gongs are playing they're talking to you they're humming they're ooing they're aahing And that's just a thing in L.A. Like, literally, there are classes all the fucking time in Brentwood, all the time in L.A. If you've not tried a sound bath class, then there's the exit. I just peed my Fabletics because when you said my mom bought a mat, I thought it ended at mat. I didn't realize it was mattress. Oh, a mat is for yoga, honey. For sound bath, we step it up. No, and it's funny because, like, here's another thing in L.A. Okay, there's a Taco Bell commercial with Spencer Pratt that there's a sound bath happening during the commercial. I know because I know the woman who did the sound bath. There's another thing in LA. She does sound baths for wolves. Okay. Mm. Like we are so fucking obsessed with animals too, that like, if you think it's bad enough that we dress our animals up and all of our animals have fake service licenses, licensees. Yeah. Every single animal in LA that says service pet, they're lying to you. They ordered it off of Amazon, but we also want to, you know, embrace our pets in the wellness fitness culture. Like it's just hilarious. Like a sound bath for wolves. It's fucking bonkers because you'll be sitting, you'll be at a cafe, you'll be, you know, munching on your little panini, doing some 
work on your laptop. Next thing you know, Fufu the dog, the chihuahua, is on your lap eating its organic kale quinoa couscous salad that Mary decided to bring along. And you're like, look, I'm a dog person, Mary, but do I need your chihuahua sitting on my fucking latte? Give me a break. I'll do you one better. My mom brings my dog everywhere and I'll show you guys his service dog license. It's literally him sticking his tongue out. He's like a 12 pound Havanese. Like we ordered it off of Amazon. He has a fake like vest too, but I don't wear it because I feel like a shit person. And um, we always order him a grilled chicken, plain steamed, no seasoning. And we literally cut it up and he eats it on the ground next to us. God forbid he has dog food. Like every, my dog goes fucking everywhere with us because he's our emotional support dog. And he literally like, yeah, my dog is that bitch. My dog is who I am married because I've lived in LA my whole life. And it's like, if you don't have a service license for your dog, like what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. You're an alien. How do you feel about, because I feel like outside of LA, these bogus, weird ass, obscure fitnesses don't exist. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to fucking lie. I've been thinking lately about perhaps moving out of LA. And part of me was like, wait, well shit, what if I can't do hot yoga or soul cycle? I have literally thought this. I've looked in the cities where I wanted to move and Googled if there are chopped up salad places such as Health Nut, the Kardashian salad place. We refer to it all the time. Keep up. Can I get my grapefruit candle seance in Soul Cycle on in Wichita, Kansas? I don't know. Because you have a sage stick in your bedroom. I have a sage fucking stick in my bedroom. You are so LA, Taylor. We took the Connecticut right out of you, stripped it down. You are never going back. I can barely leave my house unless I meditate in the morning, sometimes with a candle in front of me. Is this growing up? Is this turning 30? Is this coronavirus depression or is it LA? I mean, you tell me. Some of us adopt kittens. Some of us sage ourselves and meditate. You tell me. The amount of friends that I've made out here at events who are psychics or meditation leaders or wholeness wellness. I mean, my phone book is stacked. Is yours? Isn't yours the same? Every other person here is either runs a fitness and food Instagram account or is a spirituality expert. 100%. If you're not, then again, there's the exit. If you can't see my future husband, my kids, my beachfront mansion, you are not a psychic. You are a fraud. Don't even try it, Miss Cleo. I'm not buying it. These mind reading, tarot card reading, sound bath healing, spirituality leading, crystal energy reading, motherfuckers in LA are coming for you. (laughs) How do you feel about these obscure? Cause look, we're shameless clearly about it. Cause you guys, there's soul cycle out there and you know how they'll do like, even soul cycles, a little woo woo. Like at the end of the workout, they'll blow out the candles and they'll be like, close your eyes. You're going over a mountain and the sky is pink and you're reaching for the stars and you start fucking sobbing and you're like, Jesus Christ. But then <laughs> no, you're she's like, not exaggerating. No, but then you're like, I paid $30. So it's worth, I better be fucking shedding tears by the end of this. Spinning in other right. cities is not soul cycle. True. And soul cycle, they light the candles. There yeah. are women like helping you adjust. If you literally, like, she's not kidding. Our friend Lene, huge softy. Whenever we go to soul cycle with her, she always turns around and she is crying as if you just told her she lost her job lost her house like she needs to move to arkansas this man on the bike named kenny who lives in west hollywood and his shorts are tighter than mine is her therapist that's not like a spinning class in michigan okay how do you feel though because i feel like you know they get as obscure as doing backflips in town next to a stack of dumplings to shit like soul cycle where it's like grapefruit citrus candles being blown out on your ears and then 
There's uh, like there's everything in between is what we're getting at. Nothing is off limits of how fucking crazy the workout scene is out here. But my question is, how do you feel about and I, I bring this up because I have two very famous celeb encounters at said places, right? About guys working out at these like woo woo places who aren't gay. Like a straight guy you'd be interested in. You turn around in hot yoga. The sound bath is lit and he's right there. One with Jesus. I'll tell you the truth. And like, this is so asshole-ish of me, especially since I live in the rainbow capital of the world. But um, it kind of like isn't the hottest thing at all. Like Mm -hmm. I respect it. Do it on your own and don't tell me you do it. Definitely be flexible. Definitely do hot yoga. Definitely do what you need to do. But like for me, I get turned on if I see a hot guy lifting a weight. Same. I won't be turned on if I see a hot guy balancing like a flamingo and saying ohm. Call me old fashioned. Same way. Same exact way. But I will say things have really kind of opened my mind out here in that regard. One, my friend goes with her boyfriend to hot yoga sometimes, and he's like the straightest guy you'll ever meet. Two, do you know who I have hot yoga with in my neighborhood? Is this going to be a fabulous boom, boom, pow moment? I think it really is going to be a fergalicious. <gasps> Wait, did I speak too soon? Uh, you guys. Us, honey. One time I was going to hot yoga. I do love fucking hot yoga. Okay. I do. I love it for my brain, my body, my soul, my sage. I used to do it all the time. And then this is another LA thing. I remember when you went all the time. Yeah. All the time. And then my hair extensions lady told me that it was absolutely (laughs) ruining my hair. So I immediately stopped. Priorities. I literally went like five days a week because I loved sweating all the toxins right on my body. I love being in that room that's so hot because it forces you to breathe and not think about your problems. No, LA is high strung as fuck. I remember my friend was telling me a story. She left a hot yoga class. She overheard this girl being like, I needed to sweat the demons out. No, it's so true like Like, feel it that's why we need to do yoga guys in a room that's 117 degrees because if you don't breathe you'll physically pass out so there is nothing else to focus on but your breath you don't have anxiety about your overcrowded inbox you're not wondering if you're going to reach 300 photos on 300 likes on that instagram photo your mind is in the room that is all there is to it but now like i find other ways to de-stress sex isn't one of them if you guys were wondering for either of us so keep it moving anyhow You know when things just like really line up with kooky timing and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, my whole life feels like deja vu. 100%. So I was pulling up to hot yoga at this place. You have to park on the ninth floor. How obnoxious is that? Not one, not two, three, four, et cetera. The ninth. Okay. So I'm going up, going up this parking garage. And all of a sudden, this man in a black Range Rover almost takes my fucking Honda Civic out. And I look at him and I'm like, is that Josh Jamal? Okay. Cut two. I'm a little late because of said ninth floor experience. I'm always like late to everything, whatever, another LA thing, get used to it. And I run in, I take my shoes off, take my Uggs off, get my mat or my mattress. If I was your mom, get my water, get my eucalyptus towel. That's another thing that goes get down. Your crystals in the corner of the room. I'm not kidding. And run into this yoga room late. I put my mat down and the only open fucking part, because that's the other thing people take it so seriously here. They get there like 20 minutes early, do all their alms, do all their stretches. This is all their my no- mother. This, no, is do- my, this is my mother. No. And I'm like sweating, as we said earlier, fucking disgusting. Look like a sewer rat. Look like the garbage man from Sesame Street. Who is right next to me doing the fucking one-legged tree on my kneecap? 
the sexiest, most glamorous man. Josh Dumal again. And I'm like, again, this fucker's on my head. So I'm like, all right, just play it cool. Of course, can't enjoy the rest of the workout because every time I make eye contact with him, I'm like, oh, oh God, okay, I want to die. Oh, we just made eye contact. Oh, it just happened again. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm, Yep. And the instructors, I don't know if this is a thing where you guys work out too. This might be like a weird LA thing, but they'll go around and like touch you and adjust you. Oh yeah. You have to like raise your hand if you don't want to be touched. (laughs) And no, guys, if you know Taylor by now, Taylor is putting her hand further to the floor than she no. possibly can touch her away oh, grab her boobs it's the only fucking reason i go it's the only way i get off so this instructor is like adjusting josh jumal the whole fucking class and part of me is like i get it i get it but also i'm like bitch what about the rest of us that is hilarious the next day who do i see on a red carpet at the beverly Wilshire where pretty woman the iconic movie takes place josh fucking dumal so the next fucking day so I interview him on the carpet I mean how do you say I'm a stalker but not really like I was sweating on top of your pee hole yesterday do you not remember that it was a spiritual experience for me so I said it to him I was just like trying to make small chat and like trying to play cool and I was like I was in your yoga class yesterday like was he not here for it how about that I was like trying to like be low-key I was like she kicked my ass right like that shit was hard he was just like oh no you should have said something what am I gonna say Hey, Josh, I work for Us Weekly. Great to meet you. Like, no, that's not the vibe. No, exactly. Not the fucking vibe. You're getting your crystals. You're getting your eucalyptus oils and you're getting the fuck out of there. What am I going to do? Run after you and be like, oh, my God, see you on a carpet soon. You and Fergie. Like, no. Then we have a little awkward exchange on the red carpet because I asked him about his son that he wasn't there for. Remember with the birds and the beads and elephants? I asked him about how he spends time with his son and it was like this environment gala and he, to swerve the question, was like, I teach him about frogs and elephants and birds. He just was not here for it, okay? So already awkward. Bring up the hot eat thing, the hot yoga thing. It's okay. He's like, cool, next time say hi. Then the awkward something happens. Okay, I go to leave the event. Who is with me at valet? Just me and this person and the little valet man collecting fucking tickets. Who? Yeah, of course, duh. Josh Jamel. So I literally say to him, I'm like, well, we keep meeting like this. Like, keep bumping into you this way. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. What does he get into? Like, of course, fucking black Range Rover, Porsche, spaceship, Batmobile. And then swerves the fucking to Beverly Hills. Haven't seen him since then. Gone with the wind. He switched yoga studios, changed his name, switched agencies. Like, he is <laughs> done with your app. It's kind of crazy, though, because you really don't know who you'll be. That's how obsessed people are here with fitness. Like, you really never know who you'll be working out next to. And everybody makes that their brand. A friend of ours covered an event that Jordan Woods did when she launched her workout um, app. And the requirement, you can't ask Jordan about Kylie Jenner, okay? Elizabeth Woods, mouth to my phone. You could not ask about that. Got it, understood. Of course, we're going to find a loophole because we are FBI trained Quantico style. So this is what happens. The girl goes, talks to Jordan Woods about her fitness app, and then asks her how fitness helps her stay mentally healthy when she has friend fights and drama. So it's like you always will find a way to tie it back to like what, you know, magazines want to publish. How crazy is that? Awkward. So awkward. And it also ties into like mental health and how obsessed everybody is with that here. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely a huge thing, but it's like, honestly, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a joke at this point. Like, I feel like everybody, like, you have to say you have mental health issues or else you're just, like, on the outskirts of life. Do you ever feel that way? Like, I feel like everybody has mental health problems. And it's, like, I feel like some people just say they do to, like, feel included as part of, like, the... Yes, that the, I will the, say. Like, everybody's like, oh, my God, I relate to you. Like, I, I have this, too. But it's, like, some people actually legitimately have stuff. And it's, like, I don't know. It's touchy. I Yes. I haven't really... 
like my anxiety came out once I moved to LA and then I was like oh this is like actual anxiety insomnia etc so you're right when people will say oh I have anxiety and working out helps me I'm like what are the receipts bitch exactly like I'll literally be like what are the symptoms because it's so easy to just be like oh this is giving me anxiety like it's like a trend word is what you're saying it's like a trend word like I don't mean to offend anybody like listen me and Taylor both suffer from anxiety like and it's I know it's real trust me I've had panic attacks or like the anxiety twins like it's real and like I yeah like I trust me I'm here for you empathize sympathize all that jazz but it is it has become like a trend and it's like that part I don't like and sometimes it's like it makes me skeptical because it's like yeah what are the symptoms like need to know but then other times it's like you know what we do on this show is like humanize celebrities so I remember one time um last summer I at one of these exact things at a Pilates studio I interviewed Allie and AJ who we fucking love it took too long it took too long they are the bomb and they talked about this with me and how they have anxiety and working out really helps them and they gave the receipts like they were like here's why we have it we have it because our business is so unstable it's so unpredictable it's so up in the air one minute you have something the next you don't and I identify with all those things and I was like all right bitch you guys are legit for sure join the anxiety join us join Leo who we think has anxiety hop on the train all aboard and let's go can I tell you LA's idea of solving this problem though Mm mm-hmm so I remember I was, this is a true story. I was in high school and I had like major test anxiety, which is also a thing I've had in my entire life. I can't take exams. So basically I go to this test anxiety therapist, also another LA thing. Like in what other state would they have a therapist who specializes in test anxiety? Nowhere. Love it. She hypnotizes me. Okay. Hypnotizes <gasps> me, records a CD for me, basically saying like, okay, you're on a tropical Island. There's you in the sand and the water and you have no worries. And I was supposed to go to sleep to this tape every night. Then I'll do you one better. Here's what she did. She gave me a magical crystal ball and told me, put this on the corner of your desk when you're taking the ACT. I might still even have it. It was a literal what? crystal rock ball thing. Okay. It was a crystal. And she's like, put this on the corner of your desk. You better fucking believe I did that. I put it on the corner <laughs> of my desk and her voodoo magic shit m- bumped up my score like eight points okay i don't know what it is but it was hypnosis and a crystal that somehow solved my anxiety so maybe welcome to los angeles no, exactly maybe they're onto something out here maybe they're onto something hypnotized getting hypnotized because i'm such a control freak huh, anxiety yeah welcome yeah one in the same hand in hand best buds two peas in a pod i feel like getting hypnotized is like my biggest fear because you're not in control have you ever done it no i'm petrified i don't believe the people on cruises who are like hypnotized and suddenly like walk up to their wife and like start humping her and go in the <laughs> elevator and then like jump off of the boat and end up in like on a shark's lap i don't believe those people but like i'm just so intrigued by it i need to know what it's actually like and i know people have done it and they swear they don't remember things like i've had my friends do it and i'm like do you remember when you did this and they're like I didn't do that. Like they will swear that they didn't. So you weren't really hypnotized by this lady. You were just like in a deep meditative state. That's exactly what I would call it. Like she definitely didn't put the clock in front of my face. She just told me to fall asleep. And like, I kind of felt like I was in a trance, but I definitely wasn't like, like twirling around. It wasn't old school. Like how many fingers am I holding up? Here's a black and white circus ball. Like, no. Guys, my therapist now has offered to hypnotize me. I'm like, what is the fucking, like, what is the reason? What is the fascination? I don't need to be hypnotized. I just need some good old medication and a pat on the back. Because they're like, this bitch is so deranged. We're going to need to take her brain to another hypnotic atmosphere, stratospheric level. Like, listen, the last time I had an anxiety attack, I got in and out and I felt better in an hour. Okay. I don't need to like be put asleep on an office chair in Tarzana. I need to sleep in my fries. Back to the woo-woo crazy kind of workouts. Now, we already established 
you know, the hot yoga thing for guys who are straight, who are into it's like, mm, don't know about that. Exact. What about ones that are a little more hardcore, such as CrossFit, F45, et cetera? Thoughts? Yeah, even like Barry's boot camp. Like that's a whole other level. Like this is actually a funny story off of F45. I offered to gift Mark Wahlberg a machine that my um, one of my celebrity clients made. His manager literally responds verbatim, Mark has enough exercise machines to open his own gym, so <gasps> we're going to pass. And he's also an investor in F45. Like I didn't ask for like an exclusive interview, sit down dinner at Mark Wahlberg's house. I offered to send him a $900 machine and he's going to pass because he's an investor in F45. That's how much this fitness rivalry in Los Angeles means. You won't even look at another studio if it is not your home base. I love sidebar because we're going to get into Marky Mark. I love how people take pitches so personally. That reminds me of the time. Do you remember when the New York Times was kicked out of the Vanity Fair party, the Oscar yes. party? Because they wrote a story about the Vanity Fair Oscar party saying how it's boring and it's become a bunch of like branded corporate bullshit. And so they were kicked out of this iconic party. I pitched a piece that same year. It was like right when all the heat of this was going on to the guy at the New York Times who was like the head of all this. And I had written a piece that was all about the Vanity Fair Oscar party and like because I've been inside it and this really unique eyewitness point of view and all this stuff. He writes me back saying thing with Mark Wahlberg's guy, this like sassy fucking response where he's like, we at the New York Times, we said what we said and we're deciding to move past this point of our lives. Not even a thank you. Not even like thanks. We'll consider. No, nothing. Like writes it as if I declined his niece's bat mitzvah invitation. Why are you taking this shit so fucking personally? Relax. Like, I, no, that's. Yeah. I mean, everything. It's like not even about you, bitch. Hollywood. Hollywood. So tell us your Marky Mark sitch because I know you have a fun little tale with him. It I has do, to do with this. I do have a fun little tale. It's one of my fave LA celebrity encounter stories. Sorry, the interrupt. They treat That's you like, like you're going to be like best friends and hang out every single day, but it like never lasts yeah. past that night. Oh my Sorry. God. It's Had to say it because that's literally my experience with every celebrity ever. You think you're going to get coffee for like the rest of your life. Your babies will grow up together and they never call you back. It's so true. He was doing an event with F45 in Hollywood. I f- went with my friend Brielle, who's an influencer, the Gilded Bellini. Look at the fuck up. She's my bitch. She's a Jersey girl. Get in it. And of course, as aforementioned, these two bitches, we show up late and we have video of this. I can put it on our Instagram because it's really entertaining. But basically, Mark has this event at 45. I think it was to support war vets or the military. Sounds on brand for him. Yeah, something like that. Something in that vein. He is in the middle of giving this speech with this vet who had been in Afghanistan and saw people's limbs blown off. Like some like so like really intense, crazy shit. Okay. In the middle of the speech with all of the participants in a circle around them, Brielle and I stroll in late. We're like, what's going on? Looking around, there is video footage of this because someone had taped on Instagram, Mark giving the speech and you can see Brielle and I walking in late and it's, it was on Mark Wahlberg's Instagram story. I was like, okay, we are off on the right foot we are off to a great fucking start caught in the axe taylor being late no so meanwhile all the goody two-shoe fitness influencers who had gotten there early were like set up and ready to go and because we were late it actually worked out in our advantage because mark ended up coming up to us because we're just standing there like straight fucking dogs not mary's dogs not mary's dogs not mary's dogs mary's not dogs. my dog mary would never be having they that. weren't there no we they were, were in hot yoga no we were, we were stray they were at core power and mark comes up to us and starts talking to us before the workout and i'm like 
fucking milking the fuck out of this moment. I'm trying to bond over being a Patriots fan, a New Englander. Like, we are getting it in. So next thing I know, he invites me and Brielle to go to F45 the next morning at the location by my house. He's like, yeah, usually, you know, I'm doing another thing there tomorrow morning. And it was like at the fucking ass crack of dawn, like when the roosters are out. It was literally like a 7 a.m. class. 7 a.m. I'm like, sir, I'm normally in the deepest REM sleep. Are you fucking serious? Did you go? You know how like celebrities say shit all the time and you're like, wait, do they mean it? Like, what do we do? What's I've had happening? celebrities literally be like, oh my God, like, well, you should come to my house. Just like, see it yourself. Like, I'm like, okay, so oh, uh, that's great, Marin Morris. I'll just walk up to your front door <laughs> and like, look at your window shades so I can use the same <laughs> interior designer as you. That sounds great. I'll get a flight to Nashville tomorrow. No, honey, that's called being nice. How are we going to make this happen? Like when Karamo Brown from Queer Eye invited me to his wedding, he was like, you're coming, right? So like, do I expect my invite in the mail? You don't even know my address. Are you telepathically going to give me the invite? Like, how is this going to happen? Troy Spelling's like, oh, you should come. We're having a premiere party no. tomorrow for 90210 season 18 that never aired. No. Like, definitely just come. Okay, yeah, I'll stop by no. and then get kicked to the curb by a bunch of security guards. No. Unrealistic. So Brielle and I are like, wait, okay, he just invited us to come tomorrow. Like, how the fuck we're going to make this happen? Like, it's his word against the universes. He put it out there. It's happening. We end like up pretty true to his word. No, no, no. He was. He was. He was straight up. He was like a ride or die. So we ended up telling the PR, like, look, Mark invited us to come tomorrow. They set it up. And then we were like, he, he was a stand-up guy. I'm not going to lie. We show up the next morning, like, you know, getting the cobwebs off of our false lashes, being like, it's for Mark Wahlberg. It's for Mark Wahlberg. Like, go team, go. We can fucking do this. We show up and he's standing at the door and he's like, you guys made it. No, dead. Okay, so dead are on you guys, like, is he leaving his wife for you? Like, what's the next step? Funny you should ask Emily because that's what we thought. That's what we thought. We were like, oh my God, we're going to be best friends. We're going to be swimming in his pool. We're going to be ordering takeout with him. Dave Portnoy move over. We have new sister wives in town and they're going for Mark. Marky Mark. And this is where it took a turn. We're making small chat with him. And I was like, yeah, you know, I didn't think this workout was that hard. And then I couldn't walk this morning. And he's like, no bullshit. So he like barely laughed. I was like, okay, I hate myself. Like this is what I get for trying small talk. His wife was out the workout with him. Boner kill. Boner kill. We were literally like, we are going to ride into the sunset as sister wives churning butter with Mark Wahlberg and his wife was there. I fucking thought. But I will say, I really like how he is an older guy and he takes the fuck care of his body. Like, I feel like on Instagram, he's become this guy who's like a fitness guru. Like people look to him and they're like, dude, he fucking looks incredible. Like he has a more cut six pack body than these fucking 20 year olds with beer bellies and dad bod who have zero excuse. Well, let me just say, we're going to post this on Instagram, you guys. There are reports out there. There are studies. There are articles about Mark Wahlberg's schedule. I don't know if you know what his daily schedule is like, Taylor, but he usually goes to bed at 7.30 or 8, and he wakes up at like 4 a.m., and he has three workouts a day. Like, you guys, he has the strictest, most regimented schedule I've ever seen in my entire life. If you thought you're in high school and you are making all of your AP classes work by the grace of God, step aside, bitch, because Mark Wahlberg has this market curbed and capitalized because it is insane we'll post it because it'll just blow your fucking mind like it exhausts me looking at it it's so true and seeing it up close and personal I was like damn this dude is putting in the work and he was like yeah because his wife was like he even said he was like 
you know, she's a little out of shape. It's her, I think it was her first time. And I was like, oh, does she like it? And he's like, you know, she's trying, she's trying to get back. And I just thought it was like really hot how it's kind of was like the role reversal. Cause you know how in LA, especially, and we see this on like Beverly Hills housewives, how it's like the hot trophy wife and kind of like the not cute husband, like Dory and PK in this situation, it was reversed. Like he was like, I got to keep my body right and tight. And the wife was kind of like dragging along. You see these guys on Instagram who are like celebrity trainers or Instagram trainers. And whenever I see photos of their wife, if she has like a little bit more arm fat than he does, I'm just like, that's so interesting. Like, why isn't he with this fitness yoga guru that he's posting videos with every other day? Like, what does he see in this woman? Is love real? Is love alive? I need answers. Dude, exactly. You see this guy who's like, this huge superstar and he's working his ass off and he's super fucking fit and he's sweating and he's getting it on. And you're like, the dude is putting in the work that is sexy. And then you see the wife who's like a Deborah soccer mom going to pick the kids up from carpool on Tuesday. It's like, wow, it's a literal thing. It's a literal thing. And it's, it's really interesting. Like th- of course there are some guys who are married to like anorexic double D's who are in the fitness world. We know them. We've seen them. We haven't been them, but we're around them. So it's, but I think mostly you see really fit guys with girls that are kind of out of shape, mm. which is so interesting because in LA, maybe this is just growing up with a single mom, but like, I, I don't know. As like a wife, like I've always prepared myself to know that like I'll have to like, you have to be hot. You have to be your husband's girlfriend. Like, again, this could just be a total single mom's daughter thing, but like, I know what it takes to like in a relationship, not get lazy and to like stay hot, stay fun, stay flirty, stay sexy. So they don't stray. And you're always like the hottest one in their eyes. Like, I think like that's just some training I've had. So it's like when I see girls who kind of let themselves go, I'm not judging anyone, but I'm just like, from my perspective, I'm like, maybe these guys genuinely love them. Like, what the fuck? Like, do I not need a pretty woman myself to like get a good guy? I don't know, guys. I'm really fucked up. So don't listen to me. I actually don't think you're fucked up at all. I love what you just said. I think that that is probably a sliver of LA mindset that should be taken to heart every fucking where because it's like in a relationship keep it hot keep it sexy yeah like you should be the girlfriend it's like I'm trying to keep you on your toes motherfucker and that goes both ways like if you're a Mark Wahlberg if you are a Deborah, if you're a Mary and I'm not by any means an obsessive I haven't weighed the only time I weigh myself is when I go to the OBGYN and it's like routine and I'm just like I'm snoring I don't care like I'm not obsessed I wish I could be that way but I think that's a part of it that's like keeps the relationship, you know, fun and sexy on your toes. Because divorce is also a trend in LA. So like if you want to avoid that, like you just got to play the game. The games don't stop when you're like graduated from high school. Like you got to be thinking ahead. So you're like, okay, I'm going to keep it right and tight because my husband now needs to think that I like may or may not be cheating on him. And then you're like, if we get divorced, I'll be hot for the next guy. So it's like, you're always on this continuous train of just trying to look and feel like a fucking superstar. And so it just is what it is. And that goes back to why everybody in LA is drinking the fucking Kool-Aid, drinking from the fountain of youth, because everybody here who's in their fifties looks like they're 26. No, it's fucking... So everybody's doing something right. It's wild. Botox, fitness, um, facial regimen, sex. I don't know what it is, but maybe those are the four key points of the square that keep everybody hot because fitness and beauty and self-care and all that jazz is no fucking joke in LA. It's not. I just think do what makes you feel good. This sounds a little like cliche, but whatever, but... 
you know, if you want to do the Shake Shack with the cheese sauce on the fries, absolutely. If you want to go to hot yoga the next morning and sweat the cheese sauce through your fucking pores, then do that too. Like flip off your hairstylist and go for it. That's just my routine. Like, that's cool. You know, whatever makes you feel good. But I don't know. I, I will say L.A., even though it's fucking nuts, the shit that they do out here, you're on to something, Em. Keeping it right, keeping it tight, feeling good, making your, you know, significant other think that you might run away with, you know, a young Johnny Depp. I don't know. It's nothing's off limits. Have that mood board. Have, you know, inspire yourself to get in the best shape of your life. Put that Britney Spears poster back up on your wall because it's time to do things L.A. style. And you know what? You might not be a Mark Wahlberg with the eight pack, but you know what, sweetie? It's sexy if you even try.